Welcome to episode two of One Shot Dungeons. Uh, today we have on our good friend Sean. Uh, Sean, what's your experience playing Dungeons and Dragons? Um, I think I've played once or twice with you guys before. I think we agreed on once. And then Somewhere maybe... Around. But I don't remember if we did a second time or not. <laughs> yeah. um, but I have witnessed you guys play sometimes like i'll pre-game with you guys or just like drink and um i have commitment issues so i just never <laughs> commit to playing with you guys uh like on a weekly basis when you guys do your your normal campaign but if you guys do like a one one off or whatnot sometimes i'll hop in but it kind of just depends on the day but overall i would say very inexperienced like yeah Still trying to decipher most of this shit, but yeah, we'll make Break it through. The code and back to yeah. the commitment issues. We barely had you on today. Dude, that's <laughs> what I'm telling you, man. I'm telling but you, we, but we made it. It's work. hard to commit to things. It's hard to commit. And then, like, yeah, just like some backstory. Jakey was texting me to like try to get me to commit to come on tonight. And then part of me really didn't know if I was going to make it. And then the other part of me was just honey dicking him so that I <laughs> like my favorite thing to respond with is just sure. Cause it's not it's <laughs> he's like, Chris he's like, I need do. a yes or no. And I was just like, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, uh, so where we find ourselves at now is Cyprus has just broken out of the prison. Uh, with his old friend that he just met, Colgrath Bear Stalker. Uh, Colgrath split, and we find ourselves with Cypress somewhere in the forest, just on the outskirts. So uh, let's cheers, everybody, and get the session going. All right, cheers, here's two shots. Cheers. It looks like we've never taken shots in our life before. <laughs> it's just always so sharp. <laughs> yeah. And when you're, what, four glasses of wine deep? Tequila doesn't go well with that. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. All right. So, Cyprus. Uh, just after escaping the prison, you now stand in the edge of the forest. Colgrath has walked off and headed back towards the Dolgrath mines like you talked of. Um, you find yourself kind of in an awkward spot. You're remembering a bit more of your past and a bit of your powers, but it's still kind of clunky. How it blacked out, you're not quite sure, but you're just slowly remembering some stuff. Uh, you stand at the edge of the forest with a large mountainside to your east, 
and a path that also edges around a line of the forest kind of just deeper and deeper down. You can't quite see the end of it. Uh, you're probably 15 to 20 feet within the forest. And then when you look into the forest, it just goes dense into trees. What's the uh, mountainscape look like? Is it like snowy? Is it kind of like mountain? It's mostly rocky right now. It's kind of summerish time. So there's not much snow on the peaks of these mountains where you're at. But as you look down them, they just scan for miles, laying miles ahead of the trees up into the air. Uh, the forest itself is just, you can see a few hundred feet into it. And after that, it just mirages together with different trees lining on top of each other. And I, I can't remember the time of day it was when... Uh... It's fairly early in the morning. It's sunrise right now. The attack happened at 3, 4 in the morning, and it took you guys an hour or so of breaking out. And you guys broke out past the line of those Warforged fighting, and you've made yourself into the tree line now. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna head towards the. I'm gonna head towards the forest because it's still sunrise. I've got some time. I don't think it's gonna be as difficult terrain to go through the forest as it was up the mountain. And then to okay. the in the forest was the elf lady that he mentioned before, I believe. So go find uh, yeah. her. And I think her name was Irene, Elaine, Elaine, Elaine. Elaine. I believe. Could be guessing on that, but I believe it's Elaine. Um, so yeah, so you're going to just head, kind of follow the mountain line into the forest? Or, so the forest kind of runs, you have the main trail, the forest is to your right, and as it splits down this trail, the large set of mountains kind of line up against the edge of the forest. So you're going to stay off the path and more into the forest? I'll, I'll go on the path. Are you going to follow the path? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, go ahead and roll a perception check for me first. Perception and... Is an eight. An eight? Yeah. Okay. Um, before you really get going on your trip, you do see a few more prisoners kind of running down the main path as they're just sprinting in different little groups. You see a little group of two pass by you, then a group of five as they're just kind of sprinting and scattering out throughout the forest as well. Do I um, see Tony the Lizard Man walking past anywhere? Uh, with that role, you wouldn't have noticed anybody in particular at all. Uh, you haven't seen any of the Warforged come back down the trail. You've just seen prisoners kind of heading out past you at right. this point. Uh, so as you hop back onto the main trail, uh, you begin wandering down. Are you just going to follow it for as long as you can, kind of? Because it kind of just is one main trail that leads through this dense. Yeah, forest. as long as there's daylight still around, I'll, I'll stay on the trail. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you head for about an hour or so as you begin to see uh, a bit of smoke rising off the right side of the trail kind of peeking through the tops of the trees. Uh, and the the trail continues on. Uh, is there anything you'd like to investigate or no? And the smoke is kind of just like right off the trail? Coming from the uh, the right side of the trail, your south side, kind of near the mountains, it's 
probably 100 to 200 yards into the forest. It's hard to tell, but you do see a little smokestack kind of bellowing through there. Okay. It's not too far off the path, so I'll go check it out. So, as you begin to head into the forest towards the smokestack, uh, you get about 50 or so feet into the forest. The trees begin getting a bit denser as you're kind of having to slide through some of them. Uh, you see this small campfire putting off a little bit of smoke. Uh, you notice one tent sitting there, a small little tent and just a fire by itself. It seems to be a single person, little campsite. Uh, are you going to approach closer or head on away? Uh, I'll approach a little closer. Is there, before I go any farther, there's nobody in sight, but uh, is there any like food or anything to rummage? You're, uh, roll a roll a investigation check for me. It's still you're a decent distance away, and these trees are fairly dense, so it's kind of hard to tell. So well, it's even worse with a three. Okay. Um, with the how dense this forest is, as you approach closer, uh, it takes you a moment. You're about like twenty five feet out now to finally get a visual on this. So you're pretty damn close to this campsite. Right. where you're finally starting to notice that you see a uh, a man sitting on a log. You see him with a bottle in his hand, leaning on one knee as he's smoking a cigar with his other hand. Uh, you notice two dead bodies kind of just, you can tell they're dead due to the fact that they're covered in blood at this point, uh, laying at the base of the fire. And you see a small little tent behind the man as well. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, I and those two dead bodies, just covered in the bright orange, that or was it white? Yeah, orange that you guys were in at the prison. So you can clearly tell that these are some escaped prisoners that have been dropped dead at this campsite. But so this guy is murdering prisoners, possibly. But keep in mind, you've been you've switched up your attire. That's true. All right. Uh, I think I'm okay. I'll go approach. Okay. Uh, right. The man you see is sitting on the log. Uh, what do you look like, Sean? Um, just call you Rango from here on out. But what do you look like, Rango? Yeah. I would say um, I'm, like, wearing, like, a duster, like, uh, old, like, western, like, Clint Eastwood like cowboy kind of deal like you know and i'm just like staring jakey down like trying to like scope him out and i'm like sup young blood you trying to get some <laughs> <laughs> okay and what do you say <laughs> yeah. what do you have to say to that <laughs> uh my name is cypress i don't know what i'm trying to get but you have a bottle, so if that's what you're referring to, maybe I'll, I'll get some of that. All right, man. You can have some of this. All right. I fucking very cautiously reach out to grab the bottle. Okay. It's definitely not poison. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> you taking a drink? I don't know. Uh, can I roll for... Uh, to see if he's insight. yeah if he's deceiving me yeah yeah roll insight 
as he's checking this out, I'm going, pussy. <laughs> All right, 17. Okay. Uh, I mean, it appears to just be a straight bottle of liquor from what you can tell, and he's just kind of calling you out more than trying to trick you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, I, I take a good chug of it. Okay, go ahead and roll a contract for me. Eight. Eight? Oh, yeah. Um. So as you take a swig from it, the first shot, not the first shot, but the first gulp, it kind of just strikes you. And this is some gnarly shit that this guy is drinking, but he's holding it down. And uh, you make a bit of a sour face as it t- takes you to put the rest of this drink down. I guess it's been I a while. I remember my first time. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's been a while <laughs> since I had a drink. And how tall was your guy? How big were you? Um, I don't know, like five, five, ten. Okay, so we're about the same yeah. height. So you see him, uh, Rango, and he's just kind of a gray-skinned, white eyes with just a black dot of a pupil, damn near. Um, in a, he's got like a white dress shirt on, black slacks, and a vest. As he's kind of just looking obscurely placed in this little setting out here, deep in the forest, but. That's kind of what you've noticed from him at this point. Hey, bro. You look weird as shit. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a compliment or a fucking disrespectful thing, but you shared your whiskey with me, so I'll let it slide. All right, cool, cool. Um, what are you doing out here? Well, what are you doing out here first? Because I'm afraid to tell you what I've been doing because you've got two dead bodies on you. I am a smuggler, so what I do is I smuggle people in and out of places, and these motherfuckers didn't pay me, so I murked them. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, they had the worst timing because I just escaped from prison with a whole bunch of other guys, and it came out fine. They should have waited, like, what, five hours? Well, sucks to suck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> where the fuck where are you going where are we gonna take these guys do you did they have a place to go or are you just trying to take them out i was just uh breaking them out of the prison and then i agreed to take them to the next town like the closest town over the mountain and then i found out that they were trying to hustle me and i wasn't having none of that so I marked them. Oh. Those sons of bitches. And I kick one of their corpses. I mean, you shouldn't do Sorry. that. That body's bad. That's bad karma. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, as you boot it into one of the corpses, uh, you hear a rib crack in one of the dead bodies as you just boot it right to the torso. Oh, shit. They're and, really uh, dead. Yeah, he tells you you shouldn't. <laughs> uh yeah you see i mean upon closer investigation on the corpses you see one of them their throat has just kind of been slit with a few bloody marks across its back leaking through the clothes as the same with the other one as it's just kind of blood that's leaked into the soil uh the fire's going out at this point it's just kind of smoke bellowing out like in the morning at this point uh is any of those bodies that i recognize from 
my short time in prison? Um, roll a history check for me. Nine. Nine? Uh, I mean, you were there so quick and everything happened so fast, it's kind of hard to tell if you would have noticed any of these guys from your short time within the prison system. Well, man, I just got to notice. Sorry. Yeah. Let me interrupt. Um, (laughs) You do notice uh, on each of their wrists as well on the prisoners, they have the same like concrete-esque, like the stone bracelets around Mm -hmm. each of their right wrists, the same as yours still. Okay. Well, let me ask you, Rango. You probably take out a couple prison... uh, prisoners every once in a while we all probably have this concrete bracelet is do you know anything about that do you know why would we have them i'm obviously to stop our magic but who's putting them on and how to take them off no definitely not i have no fucking idea what you're talking about (laughs) i mean like i've seen them but i didn't pay much attention to them oh that sucks I look like a bitch with it. You look like a bitch without it. <laughs> you haven't seen me without it. I'm a very strong man. Well, I'm going to see an elf, Elaine, Elaine, whatever, uh, next town over. I don't know what your plans are, but I can sure use a company. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't have any yes. money, by the way. So where where I'm not gonna hustle you because I don't want to get killed. I have no money to offer you. Okay, where are you trying to go? Because I noticed some of the Warforged heading north while I was like wandering around camping out here, and so that's why I'm like, I've been in this area, like avoiding them, obviously, because. You know, I mean, I can handle myself, but I don't want to fuck with them too much. There's a lot of them. So, well, I believe the Warforge helped me escape, but I'm the place I'm going is called Thorog's Camp. I don't know okay. what location that is. I just know that our lane, our lane is over there. Okay, I know how to get there, and I can get you in. But you will have to compensate. Well, I have no money, so I don't know how what conversation you want. <laughs> Cash grass or ass, homie. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to work out a deal later. <laughs> so, um Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we can work something out. I'm not too worried about it. Um, but essentially, it's going to be a day-ish or two uh, trip to get there. Um, we can go through um, the like mountain to the south. And it's going to be, if we... If we don't rest and we don't break or anything, we can get there in like a day. But I don't recommend doing that 
I would split it up into two days because I don't know what's on the other side of this. And that's going to be just straight fatigue. And what do you say? What was your profession again? What were you? I'm a smuggler. Smuggler. So, like, I like transport people, packages, all sorts of things. Mike, my my only concern is you're a smuggler and you don't know what we can come across on these trails. It makes me a little suspicious that you're... I mean, people be doing their own shit. I don't know. (laughs) I should mention... Sorry, Sean. Uh, So there is the mountain pass. That is one that you don't quite know the trail. uh, But you do know the trail better. Just kind of following the lead of the trail, but staying off to the sides in the forest and following the mountain lines itself. Uh, You'd know that the mountains are going to be a bit harder to traverse. So it's going to take you longer in that sense. Whereas the trail could be a bit shorter, but you might run into some more trouble on the way there. So that's something you both should know. Okay. Um, But yeah, what he said. So we can stay off to the side of the path. And then I know that route and we can get through, but it'll take longer. And then the mountain path is sketchy it may have changed because of terrain and then we don't know what other smugglers bandits whatever like things just chilling in the like mountain will face but it is much faster well i don't believe i'm in any hurry whatsoever i just escaped prison i'm just trying to get free again I don't know much about myself. I've lost any prior memories before being in the prison, so I think the safest route would probably be the best. Say less, homie. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quick route. Uh, quick route. <laughs> so, I mean, you take five or ten minutes kind of packing up your little tent you leave the fire rolling as the two dead bodies lay kind of on the ground. Um, yeah, so you guys take off deeper into the forest, right? Yeah. Do you, uh, Rango, do you have any extra weapons? Any, any armor maybe I could put on? Extra shit? Hmm, let me check. I mean, we can like make a spike bat out of a branch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll just let you take the lead. I've got some magic capabilities that sometimes work. So sometimes you like impotent or something. (laughs) Well, mostly because it's a bracelet, but I think it's deactivated. I just look like I've been marked. Uh, I don't know if it will still interfere with some of my magic. The last, uh, couple things I had seemed to work. I mean, so, have you just like, I don't know, just like tried and that shit didn't work? Well, yeah, when I was in prison because this bracelet is like a condom. It doesn't let me shoot. Hmm. So why do you think that it's like maybe deactivated? Maybe not. Well, 
those guys wouldn't know because you just murked them and they escaped before the, the prison escape happened. But the I think the mechs destroyed the stones on the top of the prison that were controlling uh, the like deactivation of the powers. Okay. So I'm far enough away and the stones were destroyed, so I think I'm okay. I mean, you don't want to like, I don't know. Bust some magic out real quick. Okay, I can sure try. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving a lot to chance here, homie. <laughs> I will try to restart that fire with firebolt. Okay. So go ahead and roll in. Eight. Eight? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you completely miss the campfire itself. But about 10 feet out, you just launch a fireball as it just goes sailing from your hands and explodes into the trees as now the base of a few of these trees have just kind of caught fire as embers are just burning the grass itself. But uh, easily enough, you casted it and you didn't have an issue casting the spell itself. Do you have to pee? Let's pee on these. I don't want to set the fire or forest on fire. <laughs> yeah, don't be like that kid. <laughs> I just try. I whip out my wiener and then I start trying to pee on the fire. <laughs> okay, uh, it's just some small little fires. So yeah, you can you get most of them as it's just kind of going away. But yeah, you run out of some pisses right. a little bit. Amber, <laughs> still burning. I kick. I kick some dirt over it. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You managed to put the rest of it out, but it did work clearly enough for you. Okay. Well. My magic seems to work, but the bracelet's weighing me down. It threw off my shot. You know, it's still a hit or miss. I think, uh, I think it's working. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you've packed up your tent at this point. Uh, you're ready to go. Are you guys heading on down? Yeah, what what did you decide on? Like you wanna do you wanna do the mountain path or you wanna like take it slow and steady? What do you wanna do? I'm gonna do the route that you know best. Okay. Yeah. Let's down the path through the forest and around. Okay. Yep. Uh yeah. So are you guys planning on sticking through the forest or on the path itself? I suggest that we stay slightly off the path. Obviously, we don't know, like, this, like, news of a prison break is new to me, you know, like, I'm pretty unaware of that whole situation, but there has been, like, a lot of activity in the area, so I suggest that we stay, like, slightly off the path, like, I know that well enough, but just happenstance, like, if we can avoid some unnecessary shit if we need Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You okay with that, Cypress? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah, sure. I'm asking you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, determining your path of heading through the forest rather than directly on the path. Uh, you guys begin to make your way through this dense little forest. I mean, it's a lot of crossing and crossing and tossing through this. Uh, you guys go for a few hours, not noticing much. Um, rolling a perception check, both of you. So roll a d20 for me, Sean, and add your perception to it. 21. Oof, fuck, I got a 2. 
Okay. Um, Cypress, you're kind of just... You're spacing out. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> Look at all these trees. I'm out As of you're walking through denser and denser. Uh, Rango, you notice... Um, well, about an hour into your travel, you see a few escape prisoners. Clearly, they're all covered still in their prison uh, uniforms as they just have been sprinting down the trail, splitting into the forest deeper and deeper. Uh, another hour into your guys' travel, you see a pack of guards heading down the main trail itself. Uh, they've taken no notice to you guys kind of just walking deeper into the forest as they just continue on leading down the path itself. Uh, another hour passes by of you guys walking and walking as you finally begin to get to the edge of the mountains themselves to where you have to turn right you begin to hear a woman screaming uh closer to the mountain so a bit south of you guys um you just kind of hear off in the distance a woman screaming and yelling out for help uh you guys can continue on or stop here so which direction are we heading sorry uh you guys are kind of heading west southwest at this point but directly to your south it only sounded like a few hundred yards away or so just off in the distance you can't quite see anything through the density of the trees but you do hear this like voice shouting out and yelling from deeper in the forest you want to go check that out <laughs> i think uh maybe those guys no. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yeah we should probably go check that out that's pretty fun. all right we're gonna go head south and check that out head on south and go check it out okay uh so yeah as you guys kind of the peaks of the mountains are breaking down and you see the path leading around it you guys begin to head south kind of towards the mountains and deeper into the forest uh you guys get Let's see. Where the fuck is that? There we go. Uh, is this screaming pretty constant? Like, or is it like a one-time deal? Is it continuing as we approach? Um, as you get closer, it's definitely a lot louder. But it's kind of different shouting from multiple people. The closer you get, um, it's kind of hard to determine what they're saying necessarily. But you are hearing the shouting itself. Uh, yeah, you guys now stand. You walk through the forest for a moment as you see a large two-story farm. Like, there's one large two-story building and a three-story tall kind of, it looks like a grain silo slash barn almost and a small little patch of land. And uh, you hear the screaming coming from within the building there. Um, yeah, you guys are standing over here at the edge of the property at this point. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to approach within the trees or just kind of walk straight up to it? What's that uh, center patch there? Is that hayfield? It, so, yeah, as you kind of see it, it's like turned up dirt. It looks like they might have just retrieved some crops for it or they're prepping for them currently. It's You're not a farm expert, so it's hard to tell, but it's just a nice big patch of grass that they've been working in. Okay. We should... Um post up behind that cart and then see if we can't like scope out the um the farmhouse a little bit better okay 
I'll let's go into the tree line and go around to the the cart. Please roll a stealth check for me, both of you. Oof. <laughs> oh, I got good stealth. Well, that shit. But uh, ten. Okay, eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um. I mean, it's not the best you guys could have done. As you make your way through the forest, you kind of crack on some branches here and there, but the screaming from inside seems to be drowning out the noise that you guys have made. Uh, As you guys get behind the cart, you see a woman break through the front door of this building. As she begins kind of running out, she gets about 15 feet out of the door as you see the flash of a bolt strike into her back as she drops onto the ground just on this side of the cart from you guys. And she just begins kind of crawling as you see a crossbow bolt now stuck into her back as she's kind of crawling slightly. Um, A man begins to approach out of the door as well, uh, holding a crossbow in his hand as he's reloading it. And she's kind of now dragging herself, pulling herself through the dirt. You hear more screaming coming from within. But this woman is now kind of uh, roller investigation check for me, both of you. 13. Seven. I mean, easily enough, you can see that the person who just shot the bolt is in the same prison uniform that you've seen before, Cyprus. Uh, He's wrapped all in that. He's the only one you're seeing. You're hearing more screaming coming from inside. But you see the woman kind of dragging herself as she just kind of drops to the ground and gives up on crawling. And it seems she might have passed or who knows at this point. But she lays dead in front of the cart on the other side of you guys. They haven't quite noticed you, but he's reloading again, clearly, to get a shot on her. I whisper to Rango, like, I don't know how I'm in prison and those guys are fucking pillaging women. Like, what did I do? And then, and then I throw a fireball at the guy. You don't even know what you did. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm asking. Like, <laughs> am I as bad as those guys? I don't like it. Maybe I prison reform possibly. is an actual thing. I don't know. Um, yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna do a firebolt. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, if you're gonna do that, and we're I like I agree. We should probably just engage. Right. Um, I think. After we murk this guy, we gotta check on that girl and then rush our way into the house. Make sure she's not dead, dead, because he's going for another shot. So maybe she's still somewhat alive. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you launch your firebolt, and then I'll follow up with. Uh, well, I guess it's just your turn, right? So you, I, I don't know how this works. So he goes, and then. Yeah. I can decide it's after, I'll right? I'll give you guys a sneak attack because you guys are clearly catching them off guard. If he does a sneak attack, do I also get a sneak attack? You, you'll both like, get opportunity simultaneously. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, um, you go, you go, Jiggy. You do your, you do your All thing. Right. Uh, twenty-four yeah, to hit. Even better this time. Twenty-four to hit. Yeah. That's gonna be a hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so go ahead and roll damage first. Oh, fuck. Uh, one. One damage. One damage. Wow, all that hype. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see then. So, 
Uh, go ahead. Are you shooting at him, Sean? Is was that your plan as well? Yeah, I was gonna see if Jakey could do like I don't know something. Yeah. But, <laughs> you kind of got to do it at the same time, so I'm assuming yeah. you're gonna. Yeah, shoot yeah, yeah. So, um, um, twenty one. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for your longbow, which is one d eight. Yep, just one. No, modifier. Shut the fuck up. Also one. <laughs> <laughs> He just turns to us like, the fuck, guys? Yeah. So, Can I just uh, take that back and throw a rock at him and <laughs> uh, poke him hard in the fucking face? I'm going to take a shot for that. that uh, you throw off your fireball. Is it just, or your fireball? Uh, it just strikes the side of the building as a bit of the embers kind of cover him as he's like, oh, fuck, that's hot. Uh, and then all of a sudden an arrow now shoots out of there as it just kind of skims the side of his thigh. And he's like, what the fuck was that? And he's now taking notice as he begins kind of yelling out towards the group like, uh, hey boys, uh, we got some trouble out here. And uh, he now approaches closer. Can you guys both roll initiative for me? Seven. Add three to That's it. not, oh, uh, ten. I also got it done. Um, as you guys are kind of standing on the outskirts and he yells out to his group after he's just kind of been attacked, uh, you see a person run out of the shelter themselves. He's going to go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, this man who runs out, he's a big burly man with a beard. Uh, he's ripped his sleeves off and you just see hair that has, like, grown down each of his arms, and he just kind of approaches into the area as well, but doesn't see either of you. Uh, the crossboat guy begins shouting at him as he kind of turns this way. He took notice of where you guys shot from, the one guy who did. Uh, he now takes a shot at you, Cypress. Uh, the bolt that he was reloading for the woman, he shoots as it flies just over your head and just off into the distance of the forest, but he clearly knows where you are now. Um, you see another man now begin running out of the house as well. Uh, the woman lays... She's the one who you guys saw appears to be bleeding out as she's kind of coughing up blood, laying on the ground and crawling across to the side of the carriage over here as these three... The, this man who you just saw run out of the house has a short sword in one hand and a shield on the other. Uh, still covered in the prison garbs, but he seemed to find this some, somewhere. Um, up next, we have Cypress. Uh, the guy that just tried to shoot me. Yeah. I'm like, all right, bitch. You want to go with this? And then I will do Witch Bolt. Okay. Um, as you blast off the Witch Bolt, you just seem a bit rusty as it seems to shoot over his head as the powerful blast beams throughout the air and dies off as it doesn't seem to find another connection on the other end. Uh, you have movement. Is there anything you'd like to do or a bonus action? I will step into the forest a little bit. So back up? Yeah. Okay. So up next we have Rango. Um, I will initiate the um, sword and shield guy. Um, just to tie him up, 
hit him with my uh my double axes and then okay so that was seven 13 plus your 16 16 okay uh roll damage for one eight is there any plus on that you rolled it twice no no, no that's just the first okay, roll. roll it again <laughs> yeah. two okay so 10 in total so as you strike up with your first axe he throws up his shield managing to catch the like bottom hand of your axe as it just clinks on with your second hand you manage to just slice it across his gut and it just cuts clean through his prison uniform as you just gash him in the stomach as a bit of blood begins to pour out and slide down the side of his leg um i'm up in your guts homie you have a second attack or you could do some movement if you'd like it's up to you mm. you have about see. 20 more feet of movement or you could attack again okay i i'm gonna i'm gonna attack again let's do that okay so uh once again you swing up with one axe after you've just cut him in the gut it catches him off guard uh your another axe comes down as he just blasts it away with his shield uh your next cut you jab into his thigh as you manage to rip a chunk of meat out with the bottom hand of your axe uh and you see it just pouring out blood now onto the ground as he's just kind of grabbing it his stomach and his thigh as you've clearly gutted into him um it's your femoral artery, cuz you're gonna bleed out, homie. <laughs> <laughs> so up next we have the man who was Harry. Um, he approaches in just a bit farther as you see him point his hands deeper into the forest near your cypress. I need you to roll a strength check for me. Five. Five. Okay. Uh, you all of a sudden, as you're standing deep in the forest, uh, some vines begin to break out from beneath the ground as they begin wrapping around your feet and holding you within place. As you feel your legs are just kind of stuck where you're at, as you saw movement in your hands, but you're kind of just wrestling with these vines that have all of a sudden begun growing life around you. Um, He's going to take the rest of his movement to get right here and just keep focused on you. So from within the house now, you guys begin hearing more screaming, and it appears to be coming from the second floor of that main house. Uh, but nothing else seems to happen. Up next, we have the crossbow guy again. As he now sees Rango right in front of you, he's going to pull out a small short sword and take a jab towards you, Rango. Uh, as he swings, you manage to just step to the side, anticipating his jab. And Too slow. Um, up next, we have the sword and shield guy who you've cut into quite a bit, and he's going to take another swing at you. Uh, and that one as well. He just swings up, so as quick as you slid out of one way, you see the next blade coming at you as you slide to the side of that one as well. Um, can I see that through the tree line? Yeah, you're seeing all this. I mean, like, you're holy seeing shit! This guy is fucking gaudy. He's fucking dodging everything. <laughs> agile, God. dude. He's just he's agile. I'm a fucking athlete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <my> God. 
Uh, up next, we have cypress. As your feet are now just growing denser with this thick vines right. rolling around your calves. All right, so I'll use ta- uh, ties of co- uh, chaos, which gives me advantage, and I will also use uh, witch bolt at level two. Okay, that's a hit. Perfect. And since I use witch bolt at a second level, it's two d twelve. That would be 20. 20 damage? 20 damage. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. This ends now! So as you let out a large shot, it collides into his chest as you see him drop to a knee for a moment and peer up at you. Um, You're still entangled Mm -hmm. and stuck there, but you clearly just collided straight into this man with your spell. And he's taken quite a bit of damage. Okay, and just a reminder, that that's the concentration one that keeps going. His? Mine. And oh, his. One that stays connected. Right. Okay, yeah, so the current continually lays um, electricity kind of just blowing through the air between the two of you. Right, and uh, also is entangled a concentration spell, so he also has to run roll a constitution save. He does, yes. Thank you. Uh, And he fails as the vines collapse around your feet and grow back into the ground itself. Uh, Rango, you're up now as you have a man to your back and a man in front of you. The man with a sword and shield you have hit a few times. And the man has been untouched. I don't like the situation. It's not ideal. So... (laughs) I'm going to hit Sword and Shield Man with the Hezzy Hay. Okay. And I am going to go just south of him on the other side. So basically putting space between me like and the crossbow here. guy. Okay. <laughs> so as you go kind of <laughs> to a side to pass by him, you catch him once behind the knee. And as he begins to drop, with your other hand, you drop the axe right into his throat and just rip through it as you step to the side of him and you see the Fuck man with yeah, the dude. Field. Fuck yeah. Drop dead to the ground as you now stand and turn back towards the crossbow man. Um, you've used 10 feet of movement. You have an extra 20 to use. This man is dead, so I'm going to go ahead and pull him off the board. Uh, but he lays dead on the ground right here. You have 20 more feet of movement and a, another attack if you'd like to, or you can okay. hold your ground there. How many feet of movement do these guys have? Can I know that or not? Them, you have no idea. Okay. Standard so I'm, <laughs> Standard I am going to... I guess it doesn't matter because he's ranged too. So I am going to move... Um, Three, how much is a space? Five. Five feet. Feet. So, and I got 20. I'm going to move three spaces south. Okay. On my position. And then I am going to rack my uh, axes, whip out the bow, and take a shot at crossbow, short sword guy. Okay. That's okay. With your bow. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. And then and it's plus five. 18. 18, that's Ooh, a hit. Go ahead. Roll damage. Bro, dude. How many? <laughs> 1d8. 1d8? 
three. <laughs> Bro, I'm like putting on a show over here with the hits. Kill this guy, I've run back. So yeah, as you cross through the other man, knock him dead, you begin sprinting back a bit more. As you place your axes into your teeth, you pull up your bow and launch off a strike. Um, I yell, I yell Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> uh, pierces into his shoulder for a moment as it kind of just blows into his shoulder and off to the side. Cutting deep into him, uh, but he still stays standing, and now he's taken his notice at you. So, the man who entangled you, uh, Cyprus, you now see him begin to break his skin as it begins snapping and cracking. You see his bones growing larger and larger uh, as he turns into a large bear standing in front of you. He begins to take off and sprint towards you at this point. Um, He's going to take one bite at you, and then he's going to take a swing with his claws. <laughs> he going to fuck me. <laughs> like, how much? Uh, oh, 1d8 plus 4? No problem, bitch. <laughs> this massive bear begins to break towards you. As it goes to bite at you, you manage to step to the side, but one of the claws bring up and drop towards you, uh, dealing four points of damage as a claw kind of drops into your abdomen and rips out the side, as you just now see a large bear standing and facing you down. Um, Don't worry, dude. I've seen this movie. You'll win an Oscar for it. (laughs) Inside, you guys just hear more screaming and screaming. um, And it appears to be some sort of like childish woman sound. You can't really tell what it could be. up next, the crossbolt man, he's going to go ahead and take a shot towards you, Sean. Uh, what's your AC again? 14? Correct. Okay. Uh, a crossbolt flies from across the field as it strikes into your thigh, dealing six points of damage and just kind of sticking into you for a moment. I'm not about that. But all right. Up next is Cypress, as this large bear now stands in front of you. So I will continue to use my action to attack the bear man again. Okay. I also use this spell as spell level 2, so instead of 1d12, would it still be the original 2d12? It'd be, yeah, the what you use the spell at. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, as the bear has taken a swing at you, you press out some more power throughout your witch bolt. As it shocks between the two of you, uh, you see the bear begin clawing towards you, trying to hold its ground as it finally just drops dead. Uh, The bear form slowly shifts back into a man as you see a charred up, scarred, fucked up, deformed man lying dead in front of you. Can I stealthily sneak up behind the other, uh, the archer? You sure can try. Roll a stealth check for me. Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> Didn't beneath lasers. That would be a fifteen, my dear boy. A fifteen? Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, with him being distracted by Rango, you can get up behind him and kind of peer beneath the tree line and everything and get up to him. And that's all I'll do. Okay. Uh up next we have Rango, as you now stand. 
God damn, Jake, you better hope I don't miss and hit you. <laughs> I'm behind you. I'm okay. Okay, I'm gonna shoot him with my bow again. Because okay. uh, twenty it's twenty feet, right? So that would put me like five feet away from him. No, I mean like movement. You have thirty feet of movement, so you. Oh, could oh, I could, right I could, I could, him. yeah, I could get right up yeah. to him. That's twenty-five feet, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually do that. I'm gonna run up to him, uh, okay. draw my axes, and take a swing. Okay. Go ahead and attack for me. Two d twenties, plus three on each. Ooh, natty twenty, twenty-three. Ooh. Ooh. So natty and then what? And then and then eleven. <laughs> And then 11. Okay. I'll cut that part out. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> so go ahead and roll the first that. one. Your 2d8s and then double it. Ooh, 8. Ooh, good start. Another? Good start. Oh, 8 again. Shut the fuck up. 32. No, okay. So, yeah. Holy uh, Christ. Is there any way specifically that you'd like to kill him? Um... Oh, how do I want to do this? I want to like uh, run up and do like a fucking slide, like baseball slide, and I'm gonna like chop down his leg again, and it's like kind of how I did the first guy, and yeah. I'm just gonna fucking cleave that leg off, and as he's falling down, just right through the neck. Oh, okay. Ooh. So you see Rango sprint through as he. As he's running, he slides his bow onto his back, pulls out his two axes, slides towards the man, and cuts into one of his knees. As the man drops onto the ground, you see Rango stand up and just cross his blade across the man's neck as the head just slowly tears for a moment and drops to the side, and the body takes another moment to finally drop on its own. Uh, and that man is dead. Cinematic, bro. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, Rango. I was going to fucking brag about killing the bear man, but you just fucking sliced this guy's leg off and then chopped his head off. I no room to talk. 2v1, dude. All right, but first, we have two different things. Okay, I I I really appreciate what we've just done. That's awesome. But we have a dying woman by the fucking wheelbarrow and we have a screaming person in the well, building. So then yeah, within this, you hear a woman screaming from within the uh, building itself. So, okay, so do you want to check the woman I on the wheelbarrow say, or the woman in the yeah, top do floor? We do, uh, um, do any of us have like healing capabilities? Like, what, what's that? We have a medicine check where we can kind of like, I don't have any healing capabilities. I don't know if you do, but if we don't, we have don't medicine know, checks. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But I mean, um, I would say, because we don't know what's going on in the house, yeah? Right. We just know that the screaming up on the second floor, I don't mean to sound cocky right now, but I'm rolling pretty hot. <laughs> so, in the... You go upstairs. Of, exactly. Like, and I'll, I'll run check upstairs on this first. Yeah, so okay. you like make sure the ladies... I'll fine, and then I'll run upstairs and scope out that situation. Is there like um now that we're like outside of like battle battle can is there like movement restrictions still? Oh, you're good at this point, yeah, okay, so can I like um how how are the 
like stairs. Can so I like can I like go up front to like, where, my, kind of like where my where my like eye line is like just yeah. above the the stair, you know, the bottom of the stairs. So I'm like peeking up to just like yeah. scope out the situation. You head into the open doorway. Um it's just a single floor. It's one open plan right here. Uh, you see an old fireplace, some smoke kind of bellowing up and through the chimney. And to your right, you see a staircase kind of heading up. Uh, okay. The noise appeared to be coming from up on the second floor. And is it like classic, you know, uh, when I get to the top, top of the staircase, can I like peer through? Or is it like walled um, off all the way to the top? So like, as you go up the staircase and look, there's a wall right there and it turns to your left. Okay. So there's no, I can't be like three quarters of the way up the staircase and like peer over. It, once you get up and peer over, you just see walls. Okay. Right okay. Yeah. Yeah. So can I, um, like sneaky, like peek, peek around the corner? Yeah. Uh, roll a cell check for me. Okay. 10 plus i don't i don't know if there's any still uh plus six yeah 16 so now like a ninja bro as you kind of peer around the corner you can see a man who's uh holding a young girl kind of to his chest as he has his hand up against her head and he's peering through the windows kind of just checking each window but to the north side of the building as he's kind of just peering about and looking kind of down into the forest trying to figure out what's going on but he has but he, has, he has the girl in his hand in his hand yeah okay so um his back is to you but you can see like a small girl that he has locked with one arm and his hand on her head as he just this kind is of... oh and this is a two-story building right there's nothing about yeah. me okay i and his obviously he's looking out the window so uh, yep. His back is to me, correct? Yep. Okay, I am going to run up. How do I want to do this? I want to definitely like get the girl away from him because I don't want to just like swing and miss <laughs> and <hit> the <laughs> fucking girl. That would be so fucked. Um. So like, kind yeah. of what I want to do is I want to like create separation. So I want to like sneak up behind him. And then, like, fucking judo at his ass. <laughs> fucking Give him get double, him away. Double ass cheeks. Yeah, dude. Just, like, fucking do that thing where I just, like, suplex him <laughs> behind. And then, like, use oh, my okay. second action to, like, start swinging on his ass. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Oh. That sounds like a good okay. plan. Okay. Okay. You can get up to him quietly enough as he's just, I mean, he's paranoid. He's looking through the windows and he's not thinking that you're in the house necessarily. So you can get up right behind him and then you're going to attempt to suplex him and break him away. Yeah, just like, just like. Roll a strength check for me then. 19. Okay. Uh, You managed. Shot for advantage. (laughs) Uh, Roll a D6 for me. Five. Five? Okay. Um. Okay, so you manage to grab onto him as you drop him, slinging him, suplexing him onto his back. He lets go of the woman or of the small girl as she kind of tumbles to the side. 
and you drop this man right back onto the hardwood floor. Um, you're now standing on him as you've kind of pressed him to the floor, and he's got his hands kind of holding up towards you as he's taking notice of you. Uh, you have a bonus action. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Yeah, I'm going to fucking swing on his ass. Okay. As you strike him into the ground, you pull up one of your axes as you dash it directly into the hardwood with the same hand. You pull out another axe as you just pierce it directly into his shoulder, and it just tears through a grip of meat as it just locks him down, basically, to the floor. Uh, He's still breathing as he now holds the hand up towards your head. Uh, He just looks up at you as he says, uh, um, you dumb motherfucker. You done did the wrong thing tonight. And he places his hand as a fire blast just blows into the side of your Fucking head. Fucking A, and dude. You feel heat just cascade around your skull. Uh, you take 22 points of damage. Oh, son of a bitch, Kyle. As it just echoes and burns your face, and you feel just hair flashing away, skin boiling as he has his hand to your fucking head. Uh, yeah, he hits you. Pretty We're not hard. in good shape. We're um, in real bad shape. <laughs> and it just—I mean—you're fucked up from that hit. Uh, yeah, no shit, dude. Go back to Cyprus. Um, you're outside as you're hearing all this commotion inside. What are you doing? You're kind of—you were up here beforehand, right? Um, so I'm gonna run up to Lady. I'm gonna check and see if she still yeah. have a, has a pulse. All right, roll a medicine check for me. Ten. Um, even with that, you look around and uh, she appeared to be fucked up beforehand, and it's looking like she's probably dead, as she's kind of just laying, and you see blood just kind of leaking out between the grass and the dirt in front of her, as it's just kind of pooling up around this area. Is this a mostly dead situation or a fucking? dead dead she's dead dead this is a like she appears to be a little bit older and uh yeah she appears to be dead uh is her eyes closed or open uh they're still open as they're like looking at the cart of where you guys were once standing we're fucking right there i uh do the fucking classic hand over eyes and rest well okay uh, in that moment, you hear a large amount of screaming and a man yelling from upstairs as a large flash kind of blows through the windows almost. Holy! And a breaks from the second floor. Holy fuck! And I'm gonna run all the way up to the fucking top floor. Okay. Uh, yeah. So as you get up there, you see, um, Rango on top of a man. Now, as a little girl has ran off to the corner of the room. Am I still on top of him, or did I get blown back? Yeah. Like, no, you okay. managed to hold on, but fucking, he hit you hard. Like fucking Two-Face up in this bitch now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that, I'm just gonna fucking berserker billy this shit and just <laughs> swing on yeah. him again. Fuck this guy. <laughs> so, your first axe as you swing it down towards him after just being hit, you just miss still your eyes getting all fucked up as it just collides deep into the wood beneath you. 
your second hand you bring up as you swing it down even harder and you just feel a clunk as you strike it deep into a skull and you feel it break through the bone. Yes. Uh, and you just see blood just pour out, covering the hardwood as you can hear it dripping through the slats itself and pouring onto the floor. Uh, the man who was holding his hand up to you once just falls limply to the ground. Uh, Fuck. That was yeah. intense. Holy <laughs> 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 um, shit. Do I do I see uh, Rango? Can I see his like the damage that's been done to him? Uh, yeah, as you see him, I mean, the right side of his face is just bright red and scarred. You don't see any hair on that. The left side is still kind of covered in hair and in peace still, but the right side is clearly just taken a strong hit. Um, the little girl kind of stands at the edge of the room, but. She's just terrified of everything. Little girl, little girl, do you have bandages? Is there any wraps or anything that you have in this house? Says, uh, we have nothing. I wasn't expecting that for some reason. Very Russian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me some give me some cloth. Give me just anything. Just one moment. As she uh, runs over to a little closet and rips it open as she runs over with some blankets towards you. Okay. I'm gonna try to like rip it and then wrap Rango's face. You get a nice little piece of some thin cloth as you manage to wrap it around him and kinda hold off some of the bleeding and whatnot. But uh I mean he was fucked up pretty good, but you do manage to withhold it from getting worse. Little girl, why why were these guys coming here to attack you? Do they do you know? Do they just escape from prison and attack you, or do you know these men? They just show up middle of night. Uh, I do not know uh, what happened. Uh, they attacked my family. Uh, Kyle's like the maid from Family Guy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. You do see them all. I mean, they're all wearing the prison jumpsuits that you saw while you were in jail, Cyprus. Girl, what is your name? Nadia. Okay, Nadia. Do you, Is there anybody around here? Is there any people left that you know that we can bring you to? No. We live simple life. Uh, my mother is dead in the courtyard. And uh, my father went to fight the man in the tower. Ah, oh, fuck. Which tower? The hay tower. The one across the way. Nadia. We will save <laughs> your father. If not, we're going to find you an orphanage to go to. But I need you to stay here and stay safe. Hide yourself. Hide underneath the bed in a wardrobe or whatever. Just stay right here. We'll be back for you. And I'm going to run out to the other building. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she looks confused as you head towards the other building. You see a large barn door. So this tower, I mean, it stands about 
it stands an extra story above the building you're in now. It's about three stories tall and it's a large round barn. Uh, as you head in, uh, just right in the center of the floor, uh, you see a man with a big old beard just laying dead in the center of it. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. What do we do? What do we do? Okay, we've got a fucking little girl named Nadia here. Parentless. We're trying to get to fucking this other town to meet Elaine. Elaine. What a fucking burden. All right. Uh, I'm going to pick up the father and then set, her next, set him next to the, uh, the mother. Okay. You drag the dead body of the man out into the middle of the field next to the other lady. I'm going to look in the wheelbarrow. Is there a shovel or anything? Uh, no, it's just an empty carriage. That's a carriage. Okay. Well, I'll go back to the barn. Is there a shovel there? Okay, yeah, you find a shovel. All right, I'm going to, in that old crop field, I'm going to just start digging and making a grave. Okay, it takes you a little bit, but you managed to get it, get it dug. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do in the meantime, Rango? Or are you good? You just hanging out up there? I'm going to fucking take a nap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like wake me up when you're done homie like i need to i need to heal some what uh what is like um so it's gonna take you eight hours to heal but i'll heal fully yeah well to heal yeah to heal up i'm just gonna uh is there a bed upstairs is there like anything to i I mean yeah a few little cots and stuff like like, this was one large sleeping room okay i'm gonna find the closest comfiest space and just gonna be like cypress is gonna take care of whatever he's taking care of after he left the room and <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna knock out for a little while because okay. i'm uh i'm not in good shape yeah okay so. uh and it's about like mid mid afternoon okay. during after everything that's happened uh cypress you managed to dig up the graves and uh place the bodies into them. Are you digging two separate ones? No. <laughs> just one, just one. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you place the two bodies into them, uh, are you filling back up the hole as yeah. well? Yeah. After digging the hole pretty well, uh, you're pretty tired. You managed to drop the two into the hole. Uh, you're just getting weak in the knees at this point as you begin piling the dirt back and it takes you two hours or so, and it's now kind of mid-afternoon as you finally finish up and pack the dirt. Um, what are you doing? I'll go back upstairs and grab Nadia. Okay. Uh, she's kind of just timidly like sitting on one of the cots as well. Nadia, I told you to hide. That's not a very good hiding spot, but please come with me. Says, okay. And she begins following you. All right. We go, I go back to the, the site that I just buried your parents. Okay. You mean you bring her to their open grave? <laughs> it's, it's full. It's covered. It's not open. I filled it. It just took me a while. <laughs> okay. And you say, sorry, the audio, the audio cut out during that part. So (laughs) I just assumed it was still open. 
It's it's covered. <laughs> That's much better. That's... <laughs> I don't I don't know how to break the news to you, Nadia, but both of your parents have passed. I've buried them here into into their own land, your own home. Uh, I promise to bring you to a place that will care for you. But would you like to say anything? At your parents' gravesite? My parents uh, were very mean. Not nice of people. Uh, but they give me the life. Uh, rest in peace. Hail to the gods. Uh, I should make my way to my aunt and uncles now. <laughs> I look at Nadia. <laughs> yeah. I spent all this time burying your parents, and they were terrible people. And when I asked you earlier about people living nearby, you didn't. You said no one. And now you're heading to your aunt and uncles. They live off the island. How are you supposed to get there? Am I supposed to take you there? I can't. How are you supposed to? Travel on your own. There's apparently crazy criminals out there, and how am I supposed to expect you to live and travel on your own alive and decent? Debunking dwarfs always find a way. Your parents didn't find a way, and look at them. They're dead, and they're <laughs> pieces of shit. Christ. <laughs> Are you in her? No, this is just. This is straight facts. I'm just saying how it is. Uh, is uh, the next generation of the Bunkendorfs that are always stronger. I don't know what to do with this child. <laughs> I can't. Nine to ten years old. I wouldn't leave a ten-year-old to go fucking travel to their uncles after I've just, what I've just witnessed. My God, Nadia, my God. Are you okay traveling by yourself? I do not believe that you're okay traveling by yourself. Come with us to the next town. At least find, at least let us find somebody to get you to where you need to go. If you insist, then uh, I suppose I should go with you. I do insist. I can't just watch murder happen in front of my eyes and then send you on your way to get murdered on your own. Uh, but it's getting late in the night. I would like to take a rest. Uh, I suppose I could find my way to bed at some point. Uh, go ahead and use my parents' bed. Okay. I head back into the house. <laughs> I, I'm just pissed that Nadia is alive. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go, go back upstairs and find a bed and sleep. Okay. Uh, yeah. You see, Rango passed out already, taking his spot. Um, you find another bed easily enough, and you go ahead and pass out. Okay. So, uh, around middle of the night, Rango, you find yourself waking up. Uh, you can see a light glimmering from downstairs. And kind of casting some shadows across the room. Uh, yeah. And you're just awake a few hours before 
Cyprus, is there anything you'd like to do or do you just want to hang out and wait for him to wake up? Um, there's a light downstairs. Is uh, Nadia in the room with us? Uh, you don't see her up in the room with you guys. Okay. Now. I am sneak down the stairs and investigate. Okay. Uh, you begin quietly peering down the stairs as you just see uh this small girl with blonde hair kind of sitting in front of the fireplace as it just burns brightly. Uh, and she's just kind of sitting crisscross applesauce in front of it. I'm going to go back upstairs and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> it was obvious. Obviously, obviously I, I don't know, but I know the interaction <laughs> that Jakey had. I don't have the patience. Um... I'm going to go sit down next to the girl and uh, ask what she's doing. Was, uh, watching the eternal fire. Fun. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, what happened while I was asleep. So, your friend buried my parents. So I wish to let them go by burning a great flame. Uh, are you guys ready to move on? He says you're taking me to a family. Okay. Um, I am, but we're going to let Cypress rest. And when he wakes up, we will take off. I'm going to look around the... Um, house area and then um just see if there's any like supplies um yeah so as you dig through the house for a moment you're not really finding much other than just general shit laying around but you do find a small pack of coins kind of tucked into one of the cabinets and it appears to have about uh 25 gold within it okay i'm gonna snake that <laughs> okay so after few hours of kind of hanging out with Nadia and checking around the house. Uh, Cypress, you awake. Uh, it's I don't know, middle of the night at this point, but yeah. I'll go downstairs. Uh, first, I'll actually, I'll check the uh, dead body. That's in the middle of the room upstairs. Okay. Uh, I mean, you check around him and it's just a bald man and some of the prison guards, like just the bright orange jumpsuit, basically. And he's just kind of laying there dead. He's got the same exact wristband that you have, the cement bracelet, but he lies just dead on the floor. Damn I'm going to cut off his hand and take his bracelet. Okay. You cut on through it as you break his hand away from it, and you now have this stone bracelet in your possession. Okay. I'll, I'll go downstairs. Okay, yeah. Uh, you see Rango and the small girl kind of hanging out by the fireplace at this point. Uh, what are you guys doing? You guys taking off? What are you? Here? What are you guys doing? Uh, we were just waiting for you to wake up so that we can bounce out of this joint. Oh, let's bounce. Let's go. Middle of the night or so at this point, from when you guys are heading out. 
And you're just heading straight down towards Throg's camp? Yeah. Okay. Um, it lasts for a few, and you're taking Nadia with you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, takes you guys a few hours. You head down the trail and kind of keep off the main path. You see a small city up to the northeast of you. As you guys stay a few miles away from it, you can kind of just see the lanterns glowing deep in the night so it sticks out fairly well um as you head deeper and deeper and you begin hitting less grass and trees as it slowly turns into a desert almost uh some thick dirt and just dense sand as you guys are kind of staying off the trail and making your way you do see uh way off in the distance at this point a large it almost looks like a city on its own but covered in walls and built around it um, deep at the southern point. Um, the sun's slowly coming up now and you're seeing groups of people slowly leaving that city itself. Uh, you find a small river to the west of it that appears to be lead in towards the city. I'll go to the main gate. We'll just try to get entry there. Okay. Sure, bro. Uh, You're like a convict, dude. But I don't look like a convict. Oh, okay. But you do have that bracelet. Yeah, I got a suit. I'll just tuck it in my sleeve. Okay. Uh, so as you head up towards the main gate, uh, a large door is locked all the way down towards the ground. Uh, and a man stands at the top of it, kind of covered in some fur armor and leather hide as he peers over the top of it and he just shouts down, uh, and what's your name? We have brought this girl, Nadia, to find an orphanage or someone to give her travel to her aunt and uncle's house. We're looking for someone that can help with that. Says, uh, Leave the girl and you can go. How do I know that you're not going to do any crazy shit with this girl? I can't just leave a 10-year-old girl with you. And I'm expected to just let a bunch of randoms into my camp. Throg's not going to have that. Well, let me speak to Throg and we can uh, discuss this situation. I want to make sure the girl's in good care. He don't just speak to outsiders like you. We'll take the little one but you two will have to go. I don't know anything about your city, and I'm not going to leave a child in random people's possession. I will speak to Throg, or I'll think I'll speak to the orphanage leader. I whisper to Jakey, Pike, sidebar, powwow. <laughs> and I go, hey... I know a way inside this camp. So we can um, leave the girl up front. And so they're like occupied with taking care of this girl. And then I'll smuggle you in the back. Because that's what I do. <laughs> that is what you do. I don't know. See, the thing is, I don't think I can let them just have the girl and then just be like, all right, peace, goodbye, and then I never see her again. 
I don't know what kind of care she's getting. Like, do you actually care? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I mean, we can. And I know what you're saying. If they're not going to, if they're not going to let you into the camp, the best way to do is to smuggle you into the camp. And I can smuggle you in just fine. But doing like smuggling you and the girl in is obviously going to raise, you know, even more suspicions because a girl, like a 10 year old girl, isn't going to like blend in as well. I mean, you probably look weird as shit. I don't know. Like, you might not blend in either, but (laughs) just saying. All right. All right. I yell up to the guard. Do I have your word? Uh, uh, on your life. On everything. On Throg's word. Yes. I don't know what Throg is. Alright. Uh, uh, can I see if he's being deceitful? He appears to be telling the truth. Appears. Alright, guard. What is your name? I will come and find you if anything comes bad upon this girl. Says I'm Duncan Stonewall. Duncan Stonewall. That sounds like a fucking fake name. Leave her at the gate. We'll take it from there. Alright, Duncan Stonewall. If I hear of any bullshit, I'll come find you. Says then I'll meet you hand to hand. Alright. Open the gate. Says, well, like I said, you guys leave. We'll let her in and take her. Are you okay with this, Nadia? Yes. (laughs) 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 All right. I do not know you. I do not know them. I do know my aunt and uncle, but you insist I come with you. (laughs) Well, then run. Run to your aunt and uncle if that's what you want to do. Just should I run to my aunt and uncle or stay here then? I'm giving everything to you. What you feel is right. You decide for me. (laughs) You insist I walk all this way with you. This was an extra eight-hour travel to get to the campsite. So would you like me to stay here or go see my Stay here. Stay here, Nadia. Good luck. I hope everything goes well for you. I'll check on you (laughs) later. Good luck. If that's what you want to listen to, some stranger tell you what to do, fine. Do it. Whatever. You're not going to last long in life. I thought your every time that every bloodline that you had would be smarter than last, but that was a lie. So stand here or stand there. I don't give a shit. Go. I just asked a simple question. You insisted I come with you two here, and now you're angry at me. <laughs> Tell us yeah. how you really feel. <laughs> I was just trying to protect you from all these strangers out in the wild, all these prisoners escaping. I bring you to this fucking strange place and they won't let me come in here and make sure you're safe and then you don't even give a fucking shit? I don't care, Nadia. I asked to go to my aunt and uncle's and then you insisted I follow you so I came to the camp and now you're telling me do whatever I want after we've traveled hours away from my aunt and uncle's. I just start walking away. I don't. (laughs) Okay. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> you see her just kind of stand there like, 
what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I walk away, I just like flip her off. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you head back towards Rango. Uh, where are you two heading as you see this little girl just kind of standing at the gates and they're all peering down towards you guys? I still feel guilty as fuck, but goddamn, do I hate Nadia so much. <laughs> um, I would say let's, um, you sidebar me. Yeah, you, you know, uh, you know, a way to get in. Yeah, so if we follow the river down that goes behind the uh, encampment, there's a um, a sewer grate that I can smuggle you through. I know my way into this camp. So what we should do is we should walk back the way we came so that the um, people uh, at the top fucking stonewall Jackson motherfucker um doesn't see us and um he thinks we'll you know be on our way and then we'll double back to the river and follow the river line uh down to the back of the encampment okay all right cool yeah so we do so, that uh go ahead and roll just a stealth check for me both of y'all. Ten. Um. Seventeen. Okay. Um. Yeah. Between the two, you guys, you kind of start just walking back towards down towards the path as you begin to hear the gate rise behind you. Uh, another moment later, it shuts back down. Uh, you kind of peer around as you see Nadia gone um and you guys begin looping yourself back around and following the river um as you make your way down the river you now come to the stone grade itself uh rango you have a little lock do you want to go ahead and roll a dexterity check for me is this a 20 yeah go ahead and roll with advantage since this is like your shit so uh 14 plus three 14 so 14 uh, yeah okay with the plus three uh it takes you a moment on this large iron lock, but you finally click it open as a large steel grate with water kind of running through it and passing by your guys' feet and leading down into the river. As you pop on the large cast iron lock, uh, you peer open the gate as water's kind of flowing down past your guys' feet and down into the river. Uh, the cavern in front of you just goes deep into blackness, but leading directly into the city in front of you. You just or underground of it. And I say, this is the furthest I'm going to take you, because I have no business in the city. I'm not welcome here for unbeknownst reasons. It's all you, dude. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is you. You don't owe me shit. I got my, I got my 25 gold out of this. I'm, I'm settled, but you know, this is this is Throg's, you know, campus city. Like, you do what you will in here, um, but I'm going to be on my way. All right. Thank you, Rango. I appreciate you assisting on my travels. You've saved my life, and you've almost died in the battles that we've had. Uh, I appreciate your... Yeah, dude, uh, actually, fuck you. You do owe me something. I have to <laughs> my face is burned. 
I will find you and I will repay my debt. I do owe you. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, as you begin heading deeper into the catacombs of this city, that's where we're going to go ahead and leave off. Uh, thank you for listening to episode two of One Shot Dungeons. I'm Kyle, your DM. That's Jakey, your reoccurring player. And this was our guest, Sean. Uh, everybody have a great time.